Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Donnie, I'm here with... Host. And Dustin. And Dustin. So, obviously the podcast is going to be um, dominated by talk of E3. But first, I want to talk about... Um, we all know about the uh, PSN hackings, right? Yeah. Yes. We talked about it last time. Well, apparently there are reports of uh, three members of the hacking group being arrested in Spain. I didn't really check up on the story recently, but it was either yesterday or the day before IGN posted a news story about uh, those three people being arrested. Hmm. And they all had... They all... Um, they all used a computer that was traced uh, from the hack. And speaking of hacks, two two more uh, victims have fallen. I'm not sure if we talked about Nintendo last podcast or if we even or if it even happened by that time. I think it happened during E3. I do too. I just remember that you and I were talking when I learned about it. But Nintendo was hacked, and no account information was t- stolen, supposedly. And uh, a couple days ago, Codemasters was hacked, and everything was stolen. Uh, personal information, uh, just not credit card numbers, uh, f- from what the article said. But gamer tags, Xbox Live gamer tags, were also stolen. Hmm. So... Microsoft is not immune. I guess that'll kind of put down the talk of play, or Xbox Live can't be hacked and such. Yeah. Technically, though, uh, Xbox Live wasn't actually hacked, but still, they're vulnerable in some way or another. Yeah, there's always a way. Mm-hmm. There's always trails leading back to personal information or scandalous information. Yeah, don't ever say it can't get hacked, because you'll probably get hacked. Yeah. That's very true. That's also why you uh want to monitor what you put on the internet. That's also yep. very true. That's why I hardly ever use my card to buy anything on the internet. I use PayPal. I don't even do that. I just go find it in person. I can't always find it in person, though, because usually I want things that uh aren't in stores anymore. Uh, well, in that case, I usually just get it shipped to store and pay for it at the store. Mm. That's normally what I try to do. I'm trying to think. Okay, the last thing I got shipped to my house, house. I've said that multiple times. Said housed instead of house. It's weird. But the last thing I had shipped to my house was uh, two T-shirts that were not available anywhere but online, and I had to have them. The last thing I bought off the internet, like, put my card number in and everything, was some shin guards and some fight shorts, but that card just got deactivated today because I lost it and requested a new one. So, okay. hopefully so, I won't have to worry about that. So you follow all of the proper procedures for voiding the card and uh, getting a new one, correct? Uh, the carrier of the card, USAA, they have a section on their website specifically for reporting lost cards and getting new ones. That's good. I was quite pleased that I didn't have to call customer service and be on the phone with them for an hour. Or a day and a half. Yeah, that's more realistic. Please hold throughout the night. I would not be happy at all. Our next available customer service rep will be available at 7 a.m. in the morning when they come in to work. What? How would you react if you got a message like that when you called customer service? I'd hang up and go there in person. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably call their house. I think the first thing I'd do would uh would be to switch whatever they provided credit card phone yeah same here but I'd probably like or uh, I don't know 
I oh. probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't do anything as drastic as uh, going to their headquarters or their customer service headquarters and personally complaining in person. Yeah. But I wouldn't put it past you, Dustin. Thank you. That was a compliment. I know. That's why. I, that's why I said thank you. I know. I just wanted to clarify for listeners at home. Well, I'm sure that I'm going to hear this throughout the rest of the podcast, but how is E3? <laughs> how's you first? Uh, I Actually, one th- I have a question for you right now about E3. All right. Housed. What what was your favorite announcement or showing at E3? Wii U. Was it really? Yeah. That and Uncharted. I'm and kind of it's it's pretty much a tie between three different things. I'm kind of undecided Same here, what exactly but is my it's a favorite. Tie. For me, it's a you know tie what? between Modern Warfare 2, the Wii U, and Uncharted. Good point. So, wait a minute. Are we talking oh. about E3 a couple of years ago? No. Uncharted said, 3. You said, you said Modern Warfare 2. Oh, Modern Warfare 3. My bad. Yeah. It's okay. I've made that mistake a couple of times. I made that mistake uh, last podcast talking about between Modern Warfare 3 and Black Ops, and uh, I called it Modern Warfare 2. Next week uh, it's going to be Dustin's turn to say <laughs> Modern Warfare 2. Well, I wasn't able to watch E3, but I did get to, um, on Facebook, I liked G4, or e- G4 at E3, so I did see the updates for like all the big releases and announcements. Yeah. I... Speaking of a big release that made me pretty mad, and I'm sure it made most of you yeah. mad, was the Minecraft going to Xbox. House tonight for a while had been talking about um, a console iteration of Minecraft, and and we were just brainstorming how it might work. We were thinking like something along the lines of a the Oblivion inventory system, something like that. Uh, and when we heard that it was finally coming to consoles, we were excited, but we were not excited that it was an Xbox exclusive. I'm not excited that it's going to be on the Kinect. <laughs> I just don't yeah, see how that's going to that. work at all. I'm sure it will, but God. I didn't actually watch the Microsoft press conference all the way that's through. That's pretty much all it was, was Kinect, Kinect, yeah, Kinect, Kinect. That's um um. Did you watch the uh, Ghost Recon demo with the Connect? Yes. I kind of saw some video clips of what it looked like, and it looked like they were actually playing a shooter with Connect. They were. Did it did it work? Sort of. It was delayed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Cause like they. They grabbed the gun, next thing you know, they lifted their hand, they moved their hand open from closed and to fire the shots, and they they opened it, and then like two seconds later, da-da-da-da, and they closed it, then they opened it, and da-da-da, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, that's delayed. I was always uh, kind of confused how um, people can claim that something is perfectly one-to-one when you're always going to have that delay. Especially when you're using a camera. You got the Connect has the camera delay, the Move has the camera delay, and the Wii has the uh, communication delay. Because it has to pick up the sensor bar and then send that uh, information to the console itself. And now the Connect has voice recognition. The Connect has always had voice recognition. Yeah, but now they're really using it completely. For Mass Effect 3 and all that stuff. Alright about that. Uh, that doesn't... That saddened me. Yeah. To, to know that they were uh, trying to force 
connect down people's throats. I mean, that's and all Sony. E3 was, except from Halo 4, uh, the Tomb Raider one, and Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. And uh, Sony kind of did that. Their con their uh, conference was definitely better than Microsoft's. It was definitely yeah. better. It had uh, better announcements, uh, better demos, better showings. It had the Vita. I mean, let's say they're talking about something new. I always felt like behind every single announcement or every single thing they showed that they were saying move how does this support move and in every single time that they did that I just I kind of died a little inside I don't care how things use move but what well, really made me mad about the connect was that they have the the um and you were mad too about the um the party chat you mean the Vita? yeah yeah, you uh, you kind of were uh, hating up on Connect a little bit too much, and you accidentally said Connect instead of Vita. Oops. But yes, um, when they debuted the online capabilities of the Vita, Dustin. Yeah. The uh, new Sony portable. Yeah. They showed a party chat uh, availability, and it had players in that chat in different games talking so it was definitely cross game chat and house and i both agree if you can do that on a portable why can't you do it on the ps3 i mean seriously if you're doing that if you're doing I that don't on know. the very first really... go ahead i was like if you're going to do that then do it on the console first well they haven't released an update for the PlayStation in a while, so I'm hoping they're going to patch a or upgrade a lot of stuff. I hope so. They should, since it's the Vita coming out and all that kind of stuff. Now, the one thing that kind of upset me about the Vita was that they're... What's it? They're uh, giving it 3G with AT&T? Yeah. They, uh, for an extra $50? They were booze at the conference when they announced the AT&T partnership. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy AT, a, AT&T for the phones, and their internet's okay, and their TV service is okay. I like but, the TV uh, service. But putting it on a gaming, a portable gaming system, mm -hmm. that, that's kind of out there. Yeah, kind of like um, the iPad. Yeah. Uh, I do like how the 3DS supported it. Um, it doesn't actually have 3G or anything like that, but the 3DS can connect to any AT&T hotspot automatically. So there's no sort of commitment, but it's like an extra option you get. Speaking of which, I got one the other day. The 3DS? Yes. How you liking it? I like it. I just don't have any games for it yet. Because the only game I want comes out a week from tomorrow. Ocarina of Time 3D. Ah. Uh, yep. Well, you know what's coming out Tuesday? Hmm. Anybody? June 14th? Duke Nukem Forever. That is correct. I am excited. I wasn't really thrilled about that, but no well. I tried not to get excited about it, because... I don't need to spend any more money. I'm not gonna probably not gonna buy another game after since Infamous. Two. I'm not gonna buy another game since I'm kind of running low on money, but the point is it's finally here. Yeah. I do wanna play it eventually, but not now. I'm I'm going to play it eventually, I promised myself. But uh Let's see, what else? Assassin's Creed Revelations. I was never really a big Assassin's Creed fan, so that that kind of just, meh. Now, one me. thing that I can't wait for is Arkham City. I never got to answer, I just realized I never got to answer my own question. What excited me most about 3D? Um, E3. I don't know where I got 3D from. 
I was most excited about the uh, confirmation of third-party support for the Wii U. First, uh, foremost, being Arkham City. Yeah. I don't even care if it's a a year late. Uh, just the fact that they have that sort of third-party support excites me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I looked at the Wii U, and I really just couldn't get myself excited about it. It just. I don't know. But uh, what what from what I read, the thing that excited me the most was kind of a tie between Modern Warfare Three. I saw the gameplay trailer for it. It was oh, amazing. The fifteen-minute one. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield Three looked awesome. Yeah. And then Assassin's Creed Revelations, which I know you're not a big fan of. I actually watched the whole EA conference just for Battlefield 3. And it was worth it. That game trailer was... or the gameplay trailer was awesome. It was beautiful. It looked realistic. Very realistic. Yeah. The only uh, unfortunate thing about that demo at all was that uh, at the press conference it was running on a PC which yeah. was probably much more powerful than the PS3. That doesn't bother me though. I mean, because people are always going to be able to custom build their own PCs and make them more powerful than any console that ever comes out. So. I'm, just, uh, I'm just a little bit worried about um, things they might have to cut for the PS3 version just because of power. Because I know... Uh, you know how big Blu-ray discs are, right? Yeah. For the PS3? Yeah. They're uh, 50 gigabytes. And uh, Xbox discs, at, in comparison, are only 8. And I'm sure Wii U discs will be 8, where they're about... I really wish that... Uh, that's, why, that's why I really like PS3 exclusives, because... Probably gonna get a little bit of hate for this, but uh, Xbox disc can't store the same amount of information as it can, so it's that's cutting out if the if it's being released uh, multi-platform, that's cutting out stuff that could be on the PS3 because they're not gonna make a different version just for the PS3. You want a case in point? Sure. L.A. Noir. Three discs. On the Xbox 360. Really? One on the PS3. Wow. Well, damn. That just explains it. <laughs> From what I've heard, actually. It wouldn't surprise me. But, I believe it. Mass Effect 2, I believe, was only two discs on the Xbox 360. And when it came to the PS3, uh, it was one. Also, speaking of Uncharted 2, Donnie, here's a little bit of inspiration for you to go get Infamous 2 for Uncharted 3. I said Uncharted 3, right? No. Alright, Uncharted 3. A little bit of inspiration for you to go get Infamous 2. They Stop, have it. A, uh, Stop it. They have a code. Stop it. Stop it. That lets you get Stop free it. access to the Stop multiplayer it. beta of Uncharted 3. I know. I don't want to. Th I don't like to think about it. I don't like to think about it. I apologize. It's only six more months. Oh, God, it's six more months. Don't think about it. You made me think about it. Well, that's kind of my job, though. Douche. Thank you. Okay, let's see. So, uh, how long how long do we have to wait for these games? I, I didn't get to see any of the release dates. Which ones? Uh, Modern Warfare Three, Battlefield Three. Those are those all already had release dates before. Uh, E3. I know. I haven't. I haven't seen them. I believe 
Modern Warfare 3 is... Is it 11, 11, 11? Yeah. No, wait, is that... Hmm. No, Bad. 11, 11, 11 is Uncharted. No, 11, 1, 11 is Uncharted. Oh. 11, 11, 11 is Skyrim in Modern Warfare 3, I believe. I'm not exactly sure when Battlefield 3 was. Hmm. So it looks like I'm saving up for the month of November. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard about, um, I just saw this yesterday, but Dead Island? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah, Dead Island's been, uh, well, it was really big in the gaming news yeah, a couple months ago pretty because much, of that trailer. It's pretty much Left for Dead mixed with Dead Rising. Because it's an um, open world. Co-op, zombie battling, that, a la and it's first person. Left for Dead, and customizing a la Dead Rising. Oh, first person. And it looks absolutely amazing. And it'll probably yeah. scare you half to death. It also looks $60. Well, everything looks $60 that comes out in the gaming industry, so... Except from Legos. Well, for uh, PS3 and 360. For me, on the 3DS, it's only 40 Yeah, I'm not too happy that I had to shell out 60 bucks for uh, Infamous 2, but after playing it, it's well worth it. I know it is. I just can't... I can't spend that money. Especially I when I, I know that I can borrow it. I mean, Housed has it. And we're rooming together. Exactly. So that's like... Why would I buy that? It's not like... Excuse There's me not co-op, is there? There's no co-op, correct? Co-op? Uh, no. Well, I mean, there you go. It's not like, uh, we have to have our own copies to play co-op. Yeah. So, I mean... I've tried out creating my own little mission. It's pretty difficult. Uh -huh. Sorry about that. Hey Dustin, you've tried creating your own mission? Uh, on Infamous 2 yet? No. I've tried last night. It's pretty difficult to figure it out. Still hadn't completely figured it out. Although I bet there are some pretty good ones online that people have created. Yeah, I've played a few already. The ones that you start off with are all made by Sucker Punch. Yeah. Is there a trophy for getting in or for playing those? Because if not, I'm not going to. I don't think so. Okay, good. There might be a trophy for playing your first. Might I be. I think I heard about that. For creating one and playing one. Yeah. Probably. Or there might be one for like playing fifty, or something along those lines. Something. Yeah, I saw the oh, it's interview for definitely. Arkham City, which, which was pretty cool. Catwoman is a playable character, if you guys haven't heard. Uh, I think I have. I was never really big into Arkham Asylum, so I don't know if I'm going to go for Arkham City. And plus, of course, Arkham City is a lot bigger than Arkham Asylum. I believe that is common knowledge. It also looks amazing, which oh, is yeah. also common knowledge. It's got different combat moves, all that stuff. Well, my brother's most definitely going to get it, so if I feel like it, I'll play it. One good thing is, is that all the weapons that you get from Arkham Asylum, well, it all well, it doesn't transfer over. You just have them at the beginning of Arkham City. But I'm sure you get more. That seems to be a common theme in games coming out now. Yeah. If they're sequels, you continue instead of restarting at the very beginning with your powers and such. I just realized something. Housed, 
earlier you said Dead Island might scare you. Like, not you personally, but you used the word you. Yeah. Um, I, I personally don't understand the fear of zombies. Well, Especially, I watched them for a I good comedy. A video, I saw a video of it, and it had like a big old guy that looked like a gorilla in a straight jacket chasing after you. You misunderstand what I said. Yeah, I know. I was that. just generalizing your statement. I'm and I was just some saying people, people get scared. You still misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't understand how people can be scared of zombies in general, especially when they're so easy to kill. All you have to do is cut off the head. Or well, it depends on what kind of zombie you're talking about. I mean, I'm talking talk about I'm talking about the real zombies, zombie survival guide zombies. So not the living dead zombies, basically. That, so, that slow. and or zombie land. Yeah. So the Zom slow kind of dumb, shambling along, saying brain zombies. Yeah, basically. Okay. Because if you're talking about those, then I watch I watch those for comedy. I, I watch those for nothing else. Yeah, that's why I love Zombie Land so much. Now, if you're talking 28 days later, where it's a virus and they can run fast as hell, yeah, that's an understandable fear. Yeah, in the game they run, so you look yeah, behind. Yeah, but they you. also run in Nazi zombies. You that look, doesn't scare you me. look behind you and you don't see nothing, and you look behind you again and they're right behind you. Well, I, I really don't understand the fear of scary movies, anything scary in general, just because I've been I've been desensitized from uh, of that. From an early age, so it has taken me a while, but I'm also getting there. Like, uh, it, it definitely started with uh, Dead Space. Wow, that game started late. Yeah, um, I always hated scary movies, and you praised Dead Space so much that I had to buy it that one time. When it's I gotten to it. the point where if anything actually. Make, makes me jump or surprises me during a movie, I, I praise that movie. That is a good movie in my eyes, because I started watching scary movies when I was five years old. I feel like I'm constantly getting interrupted tonight. Or not being allowed to finish my thoughts. Well, I thought I'd interject. I mean, it's not just you. Well, I mean, there's only two of you, so... I feel like well, a, a, at least continue. three times with uh, major thoughts I've had. The first one being the E3 question that I ended up answering later. I apologize. That's fine. Same here. I also think part of it, and I noticed this earlier when the two of you were talking and I wasn't um, the fact that we're talking over the internet is that sometimes we both like two people will talk at the exact same time and then you'll stop talking at the exact same time because you realize the other person is talking Yeah. and then one of you will be like go ahead like you did earlier Stubblefield when you two were talking at the same time it's, it's kind of confusing but yeah it would definitely be a lot easier if uh, we all were in the same room talking. But unfortunately, circumstances don't allow us to uh, have such good good uh, settings. Yeah. Well, anyways, continue with, a lot with what you were saying about Dead Space. Oh, oh. Yeah, I was just saying... Um, when I first just started playing it, it was so... The story immediately was just like, come here, come here, come here, come here. Okay, I'm not letting go. And I just couldn't put the controller down. And no matter how much the game spooked me, or made me jump, I had to keep going. Because I wanted to know what happened. And it was it was definitely worth it. And ever since then, I've always, I've always felt a thrill now, watching scary movies. It's it's less of a uh, what I used to feel, which was uh, just straight up 
I can't go to sleep at night, scary. For some movies. Uh, and now it's just a... Uh, well, it's just a thrill. Oh. I praise it so much because it did have a good... A certain uh, jump factor to it. Like, you're walking down a hallway, you hear something behind you, you turn around, nothing's there, you turn back around, there's something in front of you. Yeah. I, uh... I had to watch my brother play the beginning of the game. I knew he would love the game. So, when I let him sit down and play it, I had to watch the beginning of it. And you know, right after you get the plasma cutter, and you get to this fork in the road, where if you go left, the door is closed. But if you go right, that's the way to go. Yeah. And if you go left, there's a uh, there's a necromorph just laying on the ground right there. And if you take one step too close, it'll it'll jump up and attack you. Yeah. I was sitting there with my thumbs in my mouth, trying not to laugh, before he got to the necromorph. And then as soon as it jumped up, he had the exact reaction that I was expecting. He basically jumped off of my bed where he was sitting and screamed. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen him do. I wish I could still feel that. I, uh, I don't know. Scary movies haven't scared me in a long time. I watch them for action more than anything. Blood and gore? No, more, more along the lines of like... I don't know. I've seen I've seen so many scary movies. I know every plot cliche in the book. I, yeah, same here. Honestly, not sure if that's saying much. It is because there are a lot, a lot of different types of things that could go on in a scary movie that no one ever utilizes. And when it when there's a movie that actually goes against the cliches, that's worth. I consider that worth watching. I just mean uh, there's not. There's just like a handful of cliches that get overused so much that uh, it wouldn't take very long to understand all of them. That's all I was saying. Oh, well, I'm talking about all yeah. of them over every genre of horror that you can think of. Oh. Uh. That's why when the first movie came out with zombies that could run, I was surprised. I enjoyed it. Nice. It's really bad though. I, uh, at night, I sleep, or I sleep with the TV on. I always just fall asleep to like The Last Exorcism or <laughs> Thirty Days of Night or something like that. I just uh, there there are some scary movies that I I don't like. Uh, I don't like scary movies if they're if there's too much conflict. Like, there's too much conflict resolution. I was watching... I can't remember the exact name of it, but the basis of it was there was this town, and uh, back in the olden times, they, they killed this lady for uh, helping a girl with her teeth or something, and now she's the tooth fairy, and she kills you if you, uh, if you look at her after you've lost a tooth. And about halfway through that movie, there was just they were there was too much confrontation. They constantly saw her and constantly were able to beat her back. It was just it was boring. Are you talking about Darkness Falls or Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that that movie never really interested me. What about thirteen ghosts? Never saw that one, but watch that one when it first came out. It, I don't know. the The basis on of it was just kind of out there. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, "What?" It wasn't scary at all. I mean, no, you could see what what was going to happen, but like five minutes before it would actually happen. Then when it happened, you're like, "Oh, well, look at that." It was just a weird. Let me think. Um, I don't know. The, the last horror movie that I saw that was actually pretty good 
actually made me jump a little bit, surprised me, uh, was Insidious in theaters. And it wasn't even rated R, it was rated PG-13. I loved that movie. That was, that was, a, that was a great experience in the movie theaters. Because it was me and my brother, and then like ten other people. It, it, it was, was just, just a fun. It was just a really good movie. I mean, I liked I liked it a lot. Although I couldn't help but me- but see like different movie references in every single villain they put in there. Oh yeah, Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. That was the, the two, first thing I thought. The twins, mm-hmm. the two uh, the two girls. I thought they were it looked to me like they were grown the grown up versions of the uh, twins from The Shining. Yep. The old man was from the Poltergeist. Never saw it. Poltergeist was a movie back in the 80s. Uh, they made three of them. The little girl that played the main character died at the end of the third one. Like, the actual girl. So there's a lot of rumors of curses on set and stuff like that. It's But uh, the little boy from The Orphan, or The Orphanage. Hmm. Is that is that that one that uh uh trying to think of that movie Tosh talked about? What? Are you talking about the orphan? That movie that Tosh talked about on Tosh Point Uh, one of them was the orphan. There was one called the orphanage. Oh, okay. Um, let me think. But that was the last really good one I saw. Uh. Last Exorcism had a pretty good twist at the end. I wasn't expecting it. I thought... I never wanted to see that movie because it looked... It just looks stupid. I think... I kind of think Exorcism-type movies are dumb. Well, the basis of them... it's, It's iffy... I mean, it, yeah, exactly. it could go either way. It could be really, really, really good, or it could be terrible. And The Last Exorcism was was borderline good. But they so took it, was, it too far. Okay. So it was like, eh, not so much. In the movie called Devil? That wasn't so much a horror. That was a, yeah. that was like a thriller, almost. More than a... Yeah. I've never seen it, but it was, I knew the concept of it and what happened at the end and all that stuff. I kind of feel like I'm behind on the times now. Only movie I, the only movie I have seen recently, um, besides Insidious, was the uh, newest um, Nightmare. Yeah, I, I like that one because it pretty much kept true to the original. I thought it w- as a movie, just as a movie, not having seen the uh, first one. Yeah, I have all the or any of the other originals. ones. Just as a movie, it was a pretty good movie. Like, well, I'm not gonna say pretty good. It was really good. But that, that's just as a movie. Yeah, it it actually made me want to go out and buy it. So that's good in my book. And on that one, he's more serious than comedic or something. I don't know. He was serious, but everything he said was like a bad pun machine. He was like a bad pun machine, pretty much. Yeah, I could agree with that. Uh, like at the ver- towards the very end, he says, "Let me have a slice at it." I mean, mm-hmm. I had that, to crack up at that one. I I, I don't know. It, there were quite a few that made just made me laugh. I was like, "This this is hilarious." Um, let me think. Have you seen uh, the the original movie that came out in 1973, The Exorcist? Yeah, I have. No. Apparently the scariest film of all time, even though I could probably name five more. Yeah, I can too. Okay, speaking of uh, older scary movies, Stubblefield, I'm sure you have seen The Shining, correct? Of course, of course. How, have you seen it? I don't think so. If I have, it's been have- a long time ago. Have you seen the more recent? I mean, I'm not talking new. I'm talking like maybe ten years ago. Didn't but it's like a, a three-part one, and it's definitely more true to the book. Yeah, it was almost like a mini-series. Yeah, personally, I like that one better. I didn't get to see that one. I watched the original with Jack Nicholson. I thought Jack Jack Nicholson was funny. Oh, as he hell. was he was fantastic in that movie for sure. Yeah. But just the movie itself, I was like. That's eh. 
I definitely like the miniseries better. I, I, I saw it when I went to FYE today, and I was looking around, and I considered it, but I was like, ah, not. I'll get the Texas Chainsaw Massacre instead. Can you remember the last scary movie I watched? Or horror film, whatever you want to call it. Have either of you seen The Mechanic? No. Oh, that sounds oddly familiar. It's it got does. Jason Statham in it. Or Statham, however you pronounce his last name. What's it about? It's... I haven't seen it yet. I was asking y'all to see if y'all had an opinion, but... Uh, oh. Apparently so it's a uh, mercenary... He's a mercenary for hire, and he's really good at it, but apparently his family or something gets taken hostage or gets double-crossed. Something to make him want revenge on the people that hired him. So is it in theaters now, or is it... No, it's out of, It's on DVD. I don't think I've seen it, but it sounds extremely familiar. Well, I mean, that's pretty much the basis for every revenge movie. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, the name... Oh. You probably saw weird. you you probably saw the uh, posters in theaters. It was like a a picture of a gun made up of a bunch of different guns. Ah, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about now. But no, I have not seen that at all. The poster itself made me want to go see it. Trying to think, what I don't know. What what's Charles' uh, most most recent movie you've seen? Most recent? Are you talking in theaters? In theaters, or the newest movie, the theaters. newest movie you've seen. Ooh. I'm trying to think if there was anything I've seen since Insidious. Oh, my I don't last think movie I've been in theaters is Pirates. I still have not seen Pirates. How'd you enjoy it? It was good. My brother said it was a a movie to wait for rather than go see in theaters. So I guess my parents don't want to go see it in theaters anymore. And I'm but not sure if I want to fork over the money for that. I can understand. Well, that. I mean, it was good in that Johnny Depp still plays a great Jack Sparrow, but. They had none of the original. Yeah, it wasn't Barbosa. really a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It, it was, was a like Jack Sparrow movie. With Captain Barbosa to the side. Yeah. And I think the most recent movie I saw was The Hangover 2. And it was every bit as hilarious as the first one. I haven't even seen the first one. The first one is great. I highly recommend you watching the first one and then seeing the second one if you feel like you really want to. Actually, you know what? I didn't see The Hangover until someone bought it on DVD uh, after having praised it for so long. And honestly, I felt a little let down. And that's always how I feel with comedies. When people praise them to the point of... Uh, putting them on a pedestal, whenever I end up going and seeing them, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty funny, but it's not as funny as they were talking it was. So, I mean, yeah, it's critics. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you, if you think a movie's really good, don't make people's expectations way too high. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you enjoyed the first one, you're gonna enjoy the second one. I mean, people have their own opinion. That's the thing. People might think it, it's like extremely funny, and some people might think it's like alright, and some people might think it's the best movie ever. Well, I know one thing a lot of people thought was that it was highly offensive. But, you know, who cares what they think? Not really. So have I care what they think. So, have both of you seen Zombieland? Yes, I was with you. Of course, I, I could not pass that one up. Well, that's why you were with me. I actually know somebody who was scared by that movie. <sighs> wow. Even though it was blatantly a comedy? Yes. 
Albeit, but, a, it's a dark comedy, but it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. But that that's uh, that's probably one of my favorite movies in the past couple years. I don't know how many years to say. One of my favorites is Grown Ups. Grown Ups uh. was good. Grown Ups was definitely a fun movie. I'm I'm torn if we're talking about favorite movie like overall the genres or like comedy. Comedy. In my opinion. Pineapple Express, I'd have to say is one of my Might favorites. Might as well go comedy. I did like Pineapple Express. But I'm gonna be honest. I think I like role models a lot better than most of the other comedies. I I have not have seen role models. I do think though that it was because nobody ever talked about it, so I never got any hype for it. I just kind of I was like, oh, this looks okay, and I got it from Blockbuster one time, and it was it was probably one of the best times I've had just laughing myself to tears. Uh, recent movies that I thought that was pretty funny that no, virtually nobody knows about. It's a British comedy called Doghouse. Think I've heard and of these, it. These, I also uh, think I've heard of it. Have not seen it though. Well, I'm surprised you've heard of it because when I saw it, I I recognized it because I had seen a commercial for it once. Nobody else on the floor that uh, on the floor that I was living on at the time had ever heard of it, so we all gathered up in my small room and watched it, and, uh, it was pretty funny. It was not bad. I'm glad that your, uh, your floor mates are willing to socialize, because when I lived in a dorm, all of my floor mates were shut-ins, except for, uh, me, Lance, my roommate, Lance, who is my roommate, and, uh, our two friends who lived right across the hall. Everyone else would uh, walk in and immediately shut their door. That's kind of the way things are right now, but I think that's because no one wants to be here. Yeah. That's but during the fall semester, yeah, during the fall and spring semester, everybody on the floor would hang out. It was it was a, it was a lot of fun. And now I have friends in California. I have friends in Massachusetts. It's yeah, most of my friends live uh, in Mississippi. One of them lives in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, it, it's sad that my uh, roommate, who I got along with really well, will not be coming back, but I understand his reasons, so... That's unfortunate. Hey, you said you would be able to come home this summer, correct? Yes, I'm coming home July 16th because I have a final July 15th. Awesome. We should do something. Okay. Well, we're running a little long for my editing, but before we go, there's one last thing I want to talk about. Um, have either of you heard about the James Hawkins trial? Yes. Uh, pretty, I was pretty sure you would have heard of it, House, but Dustin? Uh, when I was browsing through the news dur or earlier, I did see something about it, but I didn't read anything about it. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of skimming. I'll look it up real quick. Well, I, I can summarize it for you. In 2008, uh, he was accused of killing... Wait, he's he's the one who was accused of killing and dismembering his girlfriend, correct, House? Yes. Okay. Well, in 2008, he was accused of killing and dismembering his girlfriend. And apparently his daughter helped him get rid of it. Yeah. And uh, so the trial was recently, and the jury um, convicted him today. Sentenced him to and, death. Yes. And I don't know why. I've seen stuff everywhere. I've I've even heard about the trial and it didn't phase me at all. But for some reason when that jury sentenced him to death I, like the first thing I thought was, oh my god why would someone 
why would why would someone wish someone else dead I mean that was the first thing I thought there was no reason for me to think that because of what he did but I mean I don't I don't understand why that was the first thing I thought well, I mean, I can tell you why it's getting so much publicity. It's because his children is his children are involved in the case, and they testified against him. Yeah. So that's probably um, one reason. If I remember correctly, his defense was that his daughter had killed her mother. Yes, he. Uh, and uh, and then he was trying to cover up for her but obviously that fell through and he's been convicted to death or sentenced to death not convicted that he was also convicted, yeah. sentenced to lying in front of the court as another uh, I cannot think apparently he also molested his daughter when she when uh, she was 12 wow so yeah, things are See, even up. even more reason for me not to feel pity for this guy. But as soon as I hear the sentencing, I feel pity. I mean, I guess maybe that's just maybe that's just because of morality or I don't know. Well, pretty much either way you put it, he's going to be sentenced to death because if he spends life in prison, He'll be there till he dies. Yeah, and I've always been, I've always been pro uh, death sentence, death sentencing. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. I thought maybe I just. Uh, I just felt like this is something I should talk about. I don't, I don't know why, I felt pity, but I did. I don't know. It doesn't. Uh... And this is the f this is the first and only time. Does it, I can't really say it bothers me, but I, I mean I don't know. Okay, well, that made me think of one last thing, and then we should wrap this up. All right. Um, just thinking about uh, prison and whatnot. Have you guys seen the Shawshank Redemption? No. No. Blasphemy! You guys need to go watch that, and you can go do that now. So, on that note, we'll see you guys later. See ya. Later. Peace out.